Hi, my name is Wu. Um, I'm with Mr. A today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Um, so we're gonna ask some few questions about the music. So we're basically, my main topic is um, how does music affect the brain? But you know, it's gonna be more general questions. Um, Mr. A, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I'm a high school teacher. <laughs> um, I teach chemistry primarily. Chemistry. Um, what do you choose that job? Like, what oh. makes you, you know? the way that you wanted to become like a chemistry teacher? Oh my goodness. Well, I guess probably the easiest thing to say is like, um, I like science a lot. I was always into science, but the <laughs> thing I was best at was actually explaining stuff clearly, like my friends. Explain. We so I actually became pretty, got really interested in like, how do you explain something really well? Like how do you explain like something? A, a really crystal clear explanation, like, you know, kind of taking away all like the like, bits and pieces and making it really obvious like what you're really talking about uh-huh. um, yeah and I didn't I didn't set out to become a chemistry teacher necessarily just uh-huh. science in general I was actually trained as a geologist a geologist is oh really so um, and that doesn't come into play a lot as a mm-hmm. chemistry teacher but um, yeah I think that's really it it's just like this kind of thing about like crystal clear explanations and mm-hmm. like yeah um, so, you know, you had some other, other ways, you know, you wanted to become a teacher, but what made you that you really wanted to go into the chemistry and then like, I'm pretty sure you're enjoying teaching chemistry. So like, what made you the, the way they like, you know, you yeah. wanted to become like a chemistry teacher yeah, after? I mean, you know, I, it's like, it's, it's nice to be able to like help students, especially with teaching chemistry. Like most kids come in the door and they know next to nothing about chemistry. I mean, they know mm-hmm. about the periodic table, they know about atoms. But they know very little about like even basic simple things like why does metal bend or like glass shatter and those are actually i think explained clearly they're actually really easy and obvious things mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun to like peel back mm-hmm. some like mystery of the world and it's like it's kind of fun to be like look it's actually not from what we understand now there's nothing really too mysterious about it uh-huh. you can explain the basic behaviors of things pretty well yeah um... so it's a very like concrete like rewarding thing there where students mm-hmm. always appreciate knowing that stuff uh-huh. um, and i feel like i make a kind of a big difference in their ability to go on and pursue science with this like really clear basic understanding yeah to co- connect with that idea with my main topic i think a lot, a lot of people come into the music industry without knowing a lot of stuff uh-huh. people come in they're like oh how do you play this oh i don't know what this beat is about you know they're like, oh this song is new to me a lot of people doesn't know about the deeper meaning of the music and you know not understanding they walk in they're like oh what is this song called you know what is his lyrics about yeah and i feel like more people learn about it more and more they dig in dig in know yeah. more about the information you know they have they enjoy themselves they're like oh this is what it means oh this is what this song is about oh there's this type of music that type of music uh-huh. i feel like chemistry and music connects in a lot of way but just not in a science way but in a different way but same concept. Yeah. So, Mr. A, what type of music do you like to listen to? So, I guess primarily, I would say, easiest thing to say is folk music. But I, I've spent a lot of time listening to bluegrass in particular, mm-hmm. which is really just kind of a subset of country music, American, uh-huh. like, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's, the, it's similar, like, song structure to, like, rock songs. It's mostly instrumentation choices that, mm-hmm. that are different, you know, from, like, you know, Willie Nelson or something to, you know, yeah. like, Taylor Swift or something. There's not that big a difference, honestly. And like uh-huh. the, the the way you go about writing a song and like sort of the American style. Yeah. Um, it's actually not that divergent from you know sort of like Western European styles of music. You know, mm-hmm. like um, 
like Celtic music and stuff, Irish music, things like I that. I see. So I kind of, I dabble in all that, but I guess what unites most of it is the stuff that I really like to listen to is always acoustic. Mm, so no, I like I shy away from like electronic stuff. Though I grew up listening to rock music, mm -hmm. and, you know, like sort of heavy, definitely like distorted guitars and things like this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What's this song that when you listen to, it comes up in your head? Like that one song you listen to, you're like, oh, I know this song, I know the lyrics. What's interesting is the songs that occur to me, usually when you say that, aren't even lyrical songs. Oh. They're instrumentals. Instrumental. Um, and that's actually something about music that I don't always share with other people, but I really enjoy. For my own music that I make, mm -hmm. I sing songs. Like I, oh, I yeah, sing yeah. lyrics. Mm -hmm. But I really appreciate instrumental music mm -hmm. and the, the idea that you can evoke a thought or a feeling with no words at all. Since you like so so much instrumental, um, what's your favorite instrumental sound? Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of instrumental, violin, piano, For sure, yeah. you know, bass, all type of um, yeah. instrumental. I but mean, what's so your... In this world of like bluegrass music, mm -hmm. um, it's very like, it's both very structured and super improvisational. It's a little like jazz in that way, where, mm -hmm. you know, you start up a song and everyone knows the song and basically you just hear the different instruments express the motif. Gotcha. So you just say, okay, here comes banjo, and banjo has that instrument, mm -hmm. has its like strong suit, it has its things that it can do, mm -hmm. play rapid notes really quickly, and roll through chord changes in a very elegant way, and play triplets and things, and then you'll hear like say the violin play it, and the violin has these beautiful double stops and you know mm -hmm. the harmonic things that yep. that can be done, and then the guitar if it takes a, a solo, the guitar is much more single note at a time kind of thing, mm -hmm. or you maybe try to throw in some jazzy chords and things, but so. But like the, the different instruments express the theme in different ways. And sometimes, you know, if you're into it, you know, it'll make your hair stand on end, right? The same mm -hmm. way like orchestral music. Like yeah. you hear a solo or you hear the oboe do its thing yeah. and you're like, whoa, what was yeah, that? Yeah. You know? I like, totally agree. It's just like these moments or, or there's like a syncopation that you, didn't, uh -huh. you weren't looking for. And you're like, oh my goodness, what did they just do? Yeah, you know? you're just unexpected and the song, come, yeah. uh, the violin comes in. You're like, oh, I, I didn't know they was going to come in. Yeah, and at its best, like... Uh, at its best, you know, the rest of the band, you know, mm -hmm. you're playing along and someone will do something and literally the rest of the band just goes like, whoa! Mm -hmm. Like, that was just, you know, everyone felt it, you know? Mm -hmm. No one said anything, but everyone felt that that was like a really important moment, you mm -hmm. know, so. Um, you told me that you were a chemistry teacher. Um, how does your job affect the music? Like, for example, do you use music to explain to the students that you want to explain or, you know, I feel like for chemistry-wise? I, I don't use it in a literal way like that. Um, you know what? That's a good question. I haven't seen her, but her stuff is here. But I haven't seen her, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, uh, so yeah, they don't. They don't connect in a real literal way. Like it's not like I try to teach someone something by singing a song about it. Mm -hmm. It's occurred to me to do that, but I've never had like much success down that path. Gotcha. Um, but there is something about them. Like, I guess I what I'd say is that. There are a lot of scientists mm -hmm. who are really into music. Gotcha. There's something about the two that, even though they don't seem similar, they're attractive to the same kind of mind. Mm -hmm. like, uh, so. um, another question was, do you like to travel, Mr. A? I do. Um, what countries have you been to other than the United States? Okay, I've been to France, mm -hmm. Italy, Italy, England, Germany. So I'm oh. Europe. I've been to Spain. Um, I guess I've been to Switzerland. You know, so yeah, you know, Europe. And then I've been to Mexico mm -hmm. and Canada, mm -hmm. uh, and um, I've been to Costa Rica. Oh, really? 
that's pretty much it as far as international stuff. And then in the United States, I spent a bunch of time in the Western United States doing gotcha. stuff. So Montana, Wyoming, Utah, mm-hmm. Colorado, mm-hmm. California. I lived in California for a while. Oh, really? Oh. So yeah, there's, and there's, there's, there's just, you know, it's actually interesting. Cultural diversity seems quite vast, but when it's one of the greatest things about music, music is very much a way to talk to people. Like, you know, if I go to like, you know, if I go to like, I don't know where, you know, if I go to, you know, Mexico or something and mm-hmm. play my music, people don't honestly even care what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They don't really need to understand the lyrics to, like, if it's a good song. Yeah. They don't need to understand the lyrics to get what I'm getting at. Uh, that was my next question, actually. I was, I was going to ask you, have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know the person or share a common language? You know, when you go to the other country, you probably don't, don't know, like, 100% of their language and you probably don't share a sure. common language, you know. But has music has connected both of you in a way? That, you know, in oh, a sense sure. of way that like you guys kind of like talk, but without sharing the same language. For sure, yeah. I mean, music is like yeah, it's powerful that way. You know, because <laughs> at some at the you know at the at, at the extreme, like you kind of know that the other person's feeling the same thing you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You don't really know why. You might not even be able if you started talking about it. Mm-hmm. You might ruin it in a mm-hmm. way because you might not express it the same way in, in words. Mm-hmm. But the feeling. So I'm actually fascinated by this aspect of like neurology, which is like. Are th- do thoughts have to have words assigned to them? Mm, like, it, are you only thinking if you can assign words to the thought? And you know, I kind of learned like we do. Generally, the answer in school is yes. If you mm-hmm. can't write it down, then mm-hmm. it's it doesn't exist essentially. Yeah. But music strongly suggests otherwise. Like there are thoughts that don't have words that go with them. There there are feelings, emotions that are better expressed mm-hmm. by the right chord change at the right moment. Yeah. Um, than would be expressed. And like it it, it really great goes really well if you compare words with it but also when i write lyrics i'm more interested in like the just the like the the like the oral quality of mm-hmm. the words than in their meaning so mm-hmm. like i'll choose words that are, that match like the staccato like movements of the of the mm-hmm. chord changes even if they're not like the perfect words to express what i'm saying because i'm looking for like a feel more so than like a mm-hmm. literal like oh those words mean that mm-hmm. so when you make music what makes you think of the lyrics or you know what makes you those type of lyrics that comes up in your mind what is your like lyrics based off yeah i mean usually it it can be anything but usually it's like a concept it has to be like a a, like a feeling in a way like an idea Mm -hmm. so like a song that's honestly i have one song that i recently like released that's that's about um effectively it's just about how uh how fun it is to play with music with other people Mm -hmm. um uh, yeah, like, it's funny, songs go different ways, but, like, oftentimes it's about, like, a feeling or an observation, for mm-hmm. me at least, as opposed to, like, a story. Mm-hmm. I've actually never succeeded, yeah. to my knowledge, in writing, like, a, a story that, like, a song that, like, tells a story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of pop songs I can think of a bunch where you, you start mm-hmm. out and it tells a story of, like, tells- you know, a guy and a girl or something like this, and they uh-huh. go through. I've never been able to do that. I've never, I don't feel that. I feel songs that are about, like, a, an idea, like, about... The feeling about being angry, for instance, mm-hmm. and like not wanting to be angry anymore. Yeah, stuff like that. I totally agree, and um, I also believe that the music has been passing down generation to generation. What, what, what's your thought about that passing down from generation to generation, and the music always develops. There's always a different type of music from generation. Let's say yeah. you know, country music was more popular in the nine, 50s, you know, fifties, sixties, sure. more than you know. Nowadays, where people like to listen to pop music, sure. what makes you think that music changes generation to generations? 
Yeah, it's interesting, you know. Music, like, it's one of those things where you could say that, like, it changes wildly. And if you listen to, like, I don't know, like, if you listen to, like, hip-hop music or something, mm -hmm. you might think it's, like, wildly different. Mm -hmm. But I think at some level, there's also just, like, a universality to it. As, as much as people listen to hip-hop, people will still listen to music that was written, you know, effectively, like, a thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. And what sounds good sounds good. In some ways, there's a convergence there with just, like, what your brain is doing when you hear sounds that sound good together, mm -hmm. there's actually like an underlying physics reason, like, you know, those tones mm -hmm. share like, you know, they're multiples of each other and so forth mm -hmm. in a way that is pleasant to the ear. And, you know, while different cultures appreciate different kinds of sounds and stuff, there's also like a universality to it that like, as much as things change, people like rhythmic things, for instance, mm -hmm. like, and like, actually, maybe that's actually what's developed so much is that perfect rhythm, so to speak, mm -hmm. has been achievable for about, you know, 40 years now. And so more and more so people have chosen, they're attracted to that perfect rhythm. So very few popular things nowadays have a person playing the rhythm. Mm -hmm. It's just done by a machine because then it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and I shy away from that because it, it, it sort of loses, to me it loses the emotion of the person who is a little bit off here and there, uh -huh. or, who, or who makes a funny little choice to mm -hmm. like syncopate a note here and there, yeah. where the machine won't do that. So, but definitely people are attracted to like you know, like this like mm -hmm. driving like heavy. Plus, there's sounds that that are unnatural sounds mm -hmm. that are bigger, fuller sounds than exist in the real world in a way yeah. that people have been able to to engineer with uh, with computers. Um, I both appreciate it. I think it's cool. I don't particularly mm -hmm. love listening to it, but I see why people like love it. But I also I, think that like music doesn't change that much because everyone's after the same thing in a way. Mm -hmm. They're after like, in some ways, you could call it like an escape. You're after like, mm -hmm. you know, get in the car, it's a long, hard day at work. Almost everyone wants to put on, yeah. some people put on talk radio, older people tend mm -hmm. to like shy. Yeah. But like music, it does something to you. It like, changes your mindset, changes like your perspective on the world. And that's what everyone's doing. Whether mm -hmm. they're listening to like rap or, you know, mm -hmm. jazz, they'll listen to the thing that like relaxes them. Mm -hmm. So. I tend to listen to the same music as possible, you know, I'm, you know, I still listen to the old music that I was in like fifth or sixth grade, like all the hype songs after a long day of work, you know, because, uh -huh. you know, what makes, what music does to me is that it brings me back the good memories oh, of, totally. you know, always in the back, good old, good old times, you know, I was just totally. having fun as a kid, you know, yeah. just listening to music and I still remember those lyrics, just sing along with it. Yeah. What's your, what's your thought about, you know, you know, always had the one, the few songs that you're like, oh, listen to it. Oh, I was back in the day, you know, yeah. I was like in the fifth grade, sixth grade. I was like having fun, yeah. you know, but I'm well, still, there's, I'm there's old. There's nothing that can evoke memories the way mm -hmm. the music can, right? So like, actually it was just maybe last summer or something that I went through like a, a, a sequence of like, you know, parties and hanging out with different people. Uh, and we started playing music that we used to listen to back in college. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how like it, 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 it just, you feel like you're reliving these things and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I both like that because it's there's basically if someone sits down and tells you the story. Oh, do you remember that time we were at this party back mm -hmm. in like college or whatever? You'll be like, ha ha ha. But if someone puts on the song that was on at that party, it's not about like the you remember who did this or who did that, it's about the, the way you felt back then. You felt the way you saw the world back then, and that's that's what's like different. Like, you can't say it in words in mm -hmm. a way. Um, and I feel like music really brings it back to really good memory of like okay. you know. It, you can kind of picture it in your brain how the music can really affect in your brain that like oh 
I remember back in the time I was listening to this music, and after five years later, you still remember what was happening sure. while the song was being played. Yeah, and like, there's even songs that people have trouble listening to. I have several actually, because they're associated with something that happened that, like, hurts, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's actually very specific songs that I I think to listen to because I love the song, and then I won't actually press play because I don't want to go through the emotion that's gonna happen if I do press play. <laughs> gotcha. You know, it's not too bad, but like it is, it's a shame because there are definitely some songs I'm thinking of right now that I would, they're beautiful songs, mm -hmm. but if I put it on, I'm gonna get sad. <laughs> gotcha. So. Um, that was it for the um, all the questions. Thanks for oh. your time, Mr. A. Um, I'm gonna end my podcast right here. Well, Thank you. I have another interviewer, uh, my guidance, uh, Miss King. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Wu? Pretty good. Um, to start with, um, what do you do for a living, Miss King? So I am a guidance counselor at Belmont High School. Gotcha. Um, guidance counselor. You so you probably talked to a lot of kids. You know, variety. You know, freshmen to you know seniors. They have a lot of. Sometimes they have an age gap of three to four years. Um, what type of way that music do you think? It, what type of music do you think you know freshmen listen to or senior listens to, or do you think they share like a common music sense? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that all the students kind of share a common music sense but one thing i've noticed about working with all of you guys is that i think your music is really eclectic and there's a lot more kids doing their own research whereas like when i went to high school you kind of just liked what was popular like we only had the radio we didn't have internet but the internet has given you guys the freedom to explore your own music which i think is really cool mm -hmm. Um, so what type of music do you personally like to listen to? Honestly, I like a lot of stuff from like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. That was like the time of my life when I was going out and all of that. Um, so, you know, some, a lot of rock from that area mm -hmm. and then just like high school stuff too. So like pop music from the 90s. Gotcha. Um, you like to listen to pop music and uh, rock music. What's this song when you listen it comes up in your head and then it brings you back to memory where you were. Yeah, so um, a song right now like that is, it's honestly not even one of my favorite songs, but Taylor Swift 22. <laughs> my, my daughter, who's three, got really into it. Um, I think that they play like kids bop at her preschool uh -huh. and stuff. Um, and it brings, like that song is probably a couple of years back at least. So the fact that she started singing it, it really brings me back to like the early Taylor Swift era. Um, so that's one song right now that can really like bring me back to my youth. Since you told me that you're a guidance counselor, how does your job affect the music? Do you like listen to music while working or, you know, you know, talking to the students or, you know? Yeah, no, I never do. And one, one piece of that is that I know you guys always have your earbuds in mm -hmm. and, um, I've had like three or four kids at least and I know more do it like that sleep to music. I've always been super focused with silence. So I never work to music. Like even when I'm cleaning my house, I rarely ever put music on. Um, so it's fu so funny to see you guys so reliant on music and it's just mm -hmm. not like huge when I'm trying to work. I feel like me personally, when I work on stuff, when I listen to the music that like, you know, with a slow beat, that relaxes me. I feel like I'm more into the work ethic and then, you know, I can more focus on the work instead of, you know, hearing the other 
other sound that's not music. You know, let's sure. say there's a construction going on next to the school. I don't want to hear the construction while I'm working. That's why most of the time I put my earbuds on, listen to the music, and focus the work that I'm doing. That's from my, like, you know, student's perspective and my yeah. perspective. Yeah. And next question is, have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know the person or share a common language, but music has connected both of you in a way? Yeah, so I wouldn't say the language piece has ever happened to me, but... Um, let's say 10 years, five years back, somewhere around that like, era of my life, I used to go on trips for the band 311. Okay. So me, one of my friends is really into it from college and we'd go on trips like 10 of us mm-hmm. and we've been to Vegas and we've been to New Orleans and like 311 is an old band but people still follow them around which was nice and like going to those festivals you meet so many people from different states and just like some connections that I've made through those trips have been really fun and seeing people like year after year gotcha. um, what's your thought about music affecting your brain because like you said you know some music brings it back to the memories and I feel like that's um, part of way explaining that it affects the brain what are your thoughts about that Yeah, I mean, I think music can definitely affect your brain, however you want to use it. It definitely affects mood, right? I would say that's the um, thing it might affect the most. So, you know, listening to a happy song can put you in a happy mood. Old songs can make you feel nostalgic and think of a memory. Um, And maybe, like, sad songs or angry songs can, like, rile you up, too. So. (laughs) I believe that music has been passing down generation to generation. Do you agree or have any ideas to add on top of that? Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, I know I grew up in the same house as my grandparents, and I know a lot of their songs, which is great. And then I hear um, pieces of songs, like, from the 50s and 60s in new music. So a lot of new creators are taking old stuff and making it their own um so that's just one example of the way music can really get passed down why do you think the music when you hear the beats nowadays this generation and then compared to 50 where they like to listen to more like um you know country music and then rock music why do you think the beat changes from generation to generation Well, I think specifically now there's more technology, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the ability to speed up beats and Mm -hmm. kind of make them sound unnatural. Not that it's unnatural because electronic music is totally a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's a huge part of it. If you listen to old music, they write about like basic concrete stuff, like Mm -hmm. falling in love, like country's really into drinking Mm -hmm. and all of that. But now there's so much more to write about. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that's one way the beats are affected and also the content of the music. And on top of that, my previous uh, interviewer, Mr. A, uh, <laughs> he loves to play music and he actually makes his own music. Yeah. He told me that um, music nowadays, they have computers, just like you say. So, sure. so computers can basically almost achieve the perfect rhythm. Okay. And then not miss a beat. But since he likes to, he's on, he's into more like an old style. He makes his own music. Yeah. And he thinks it's it's more interesting for the music when you make your own music with your own instrument. Cause sometimes you go off beat, and then you can you know make your own beat basically. What's your thought about you know which one do you prefer listening to a perfect beat or do you like to prefer listening you know people who like you know play their own instrument and sing along with it. Honestly, there's something 
like almost magical to like attending something live and having like the imperfection like really go well with the music and stuff like that um unfortunately now i think a lot of what's on the radio they use a computer to like help it like mr a kind of explained um but i mean i think if i had my preference there is there's something raw to like real live music with just like an acoustic guitar and all of that so i guess i would prefer the first one gotcha um that was all the questions for today thanks for your time miss king yeah thank you Wu. and that's in the podcast